This is Michael Johnson, and we're here at RSA 2007. This year it's in San Francisco at the Moscone Center, deep underground. We're here at the Verizon Business uh, booth, and I'm here with a couple of folks from Verizon Business, uh, Larry Bickner and Omar Kawaja. Welcome, both of you, to the podcast. Hi, Mike. Hey, Michael. We're going to talk today about the growing threat of to security from insiders. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about what each of you do at Verizon. Um, I run a professional security services group at Verizon Business that does the technical security assessment. So individuals in my group do a lot of security testing uh, by way of vulnerability assessments and penetration testing on networks and voice over IP environments, wireless environments, and applications as well that reside on those networks. And you, Larry? And I'm Omar's counterpart, and I run the consulting end of the group uh, where we do business and operational consulting to help with risk assessments, compliance, testing, compliance assessments uh, that, that marry up with the test work that we do. Okay. Now, we've been talking a lot here at the security conference, uh, a lot more about things that are coming from the inside. Now, we've seen a real sort of, you know, I guess a push coming in the other direction. Usually information has been flowing to consumers and to people at the other end of the business chain. Now, there's a lot more information flowing from the businesses, from consumers, back up through the system. And with these new technologies and new ways of, you know, shooting across video and other data information, security's got to be a big concern. Tell me how is a company like Verizon Business and others going to address that, you know, that sort of reverse of direction of where these things are coming from? Gotcha. That's a very, very interesting question. I think um, there's a lot of information coming from the consumer and, and, and figuring out exactly what to do with that information and make some sense out of that is not an easy task because now you have disparate sources of information. It's not just coming from a laptop, but it's coming from disparate agents on the laptop. You have some things that that take care of securing portable devices and removable storage. You have other things that take care of antivirus and anti-spam or patch management. So how do you put all those together and how do you manage them and how do you actually extract information from a lot of them? The philosophy at Verizon Business is not to go it alone, not to do it ourselves. We realize that we're a services provider and ultimately we have to be customer focused and in the best interest of the customer is to go to the people that are really, really good at what they do and bring those products to the customer and bring them in a manner such that it's seamless in terms of both both integration and implementation, and more importantly, in terms of the operations of it, too, and adding to the security bottom line, ultimately. Okay. Thanks, Omar. Uh, and Larry, talking to you about mm-hmm. uh, sort of this, again, about this insider threat. Now, I think that people may need to sort of change their shift and change their whole focus. Now, we know we have people inside of businesses bringing in, you know, portable MP3 players and attaching them, you know, USB devices. There's a lot of things that are being attached, you know, maybe even people even bring in their hard drive. Uh, how are folks going to deal with that, and what kind of systems are in place now to help companies and businesses with networks deal with things that are coming into the network from unforeseen places from the inside? Well, part of the distinction with in world-class companies or the larger companies, they're beginning to separate their data out into different types and classes, categories, and actually build their structure specific to the type of data. Uh, some number of companies... Uh, deal with customer information because of PCI and and other regulations and requirements and compliance requirements, they're separating customer information, front office information from their back office, you know, the operation of the corporate, the corporate information. So they're they're succeeding through segmentation, separation, really dealing with policies and with programs that restrict the use of some of the some of the technology. 
you know, we're, we're moving to more mobile technology and you have to strike a balance between what's absolutely required to run your business, what's appropriate for, say, the, the storage of customer information, where you shouldn't store customer information. For example, some folks now restrict customer data to a limited subset of their systems. They don't allow customer data onto laptops and onto other devices. So you can't, you know, they're, they're putting restrictions in, rules, business rules in to separate data. So how long is it going to take for, you think, the business community at large, or enterprise at large, to kind of catch up? I mean, we've read about several incidents lately about, you know, you know 50,000 names somehow ending up on someone's laptop, right? And suddenly they've got a call, you know, because somebody walked off with a laptop somewhere, suddenly an entire company's data, or at least their trust with a customer, is suddenly put at risk. What, what, what can companies do to try to you know, mitigate some of that? I think um, in the next few years, you'll probably start, the amount of incidents where you hear about laptops being stolen is probably not going to go down. It'll probably only increase. But the amount of data breach incidents that happen as a result of that will definitely go down. I mean, things like, you know, Vista was recently launched, uh, what, a couple weeks ago, and that has something called BitLocker in it. So that does encryption at the volume level. There's a lot of other technologies out there, like namely TPM. So a lot of the new laptops that are being manufactured today, they have TPM, so you can have encryption even below the OS level. So you're not dependent on the OS or on the user, even the IT staff. Ultimately, the hardware vendor gives it to you with the encryption technology built in, and all you have to do is enable it. So if your laptops do get stolen or misplaced or lost, you really don't have a leakage of data at that point. So, so I think... I think there's a lot of good technologies coming out, which are very, and this is the best part, they're very, very simple solutions to a big problem. Like what, what for example? So, for example, TPM, for instance, or for instance, some of the new laptops from uh, new laptops, you can go into the BIOS and turn on hard drive encryption. So the moment you remove the hard drive from that laptop, it no longer works. So Because the key is tied to the laptop and the, and the actual device ID on the laptop and the machine itself, which means that the hard drive is now protected, so it's, it's that much more difficult to lose a laptop or to lose a device and get something out of it without having additional credentials. How long do each of you think it's going to take for everybody to get it, basically? Because yeah. it, it seems yeah. like really right now we're in an age where I think finally people are realizing that there's something to this as far as, you know, maybe living an entirely digital life. Maybe, you know, at this point some people have grown up with only knowing digital cameras. Uh, some people have only grown up knowing, you know, business on a network or business over a network. How long do you think it's going to take before that kind of security from the inside and outside is kind of strikes a balance and is in place? I think it'll take quite a while. I mean, just being at the show this year, from this year to previous years, there's so many more technologies, there's so many more problems that they're solving. It's almost like there's new problems, but they're not really new. They're just new problems that have been identified and are being tackled this year. So we're still at that phase where we're trying to figure out what all the problems are. And there's a lot of good solutions, which is great because they solve our problems. But for the customer, how do they figure out which solution they need? What technology is going to actually be their solution? Yeah, because there's about two or 300 solutions in this room alone, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the other swing. That's the pendulum going into solution overload. <laughs> and, you know, you have to balance solution overload, that ability to solve anything with technology and having sort of the unlimited ability to solve problems with technology with the ability to, you know, to not let the technology forestall making hard decisions about how you want to run your business. You know, so it's a, it's that balance. We now have enough technology to go around. We got all the we have all the ammunition. Okay. So, last question: Are we safer now 
given that we're surrounded by a million solutions now, are we safer now than we were before? It may be that we're smarter now, we understand the problem a little bit better, and we're better equipped with tools to solve the problem. It's that, that next piece is that now that we're aware and we're able, capable, we have to take action, you know, and we have to, uh, we have to match that up with our business models. I think we're potentially a lot more safer. It's just a matter of being able to execute on the great tools and technologies we have in an effective manner. All right. We're here at Verizon Business Booth here at RSA 2007. I've been speaking today with Larry Bickner and Omar Kawaja from Verizon Business. Great conversation and look forward to what Verizon Business and all the others here have to offer. All these solutions that we'll have coming up. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Michael.